0: Hi, I'm Nico. And I'm Rashmi. Welcome to the Anything But After Show, where we bring one of our listeners in to talk about this month's episode. In this after show, we'll be chatting about anything but the dropout with Rebecca Jarvis.
1: Today, we are joined by a good friend of ours and one of our Anything But listeners, Amon. So, Amon, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, guys. My name is Amon. I'm currently a sophomore at the University of Minnesota in Twin Cities, and... I'm just, like, such a big fan of this show, honestly. Like, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me on here. Aww.
0: Oops. <laughs> it's our pleasure, Amon. No, thank you for being a loyal listener of anything but. Uh, we're really going to open the floor up to you in the beginning just to see if anything stood out to you from what Rebecca Jarvis said, um, anything that piques your interest, anything you want to jump into, just send it out, and we're, we're here to chat with you about it.
1: Awesome so one of the biggest takeaways I had from the Rebecca Jarvis episode was basically when she talked about how she was able to make like such a big leap from one end of like the field of work um with investment banking um all the way over to journalism and I thought it was really refreshing to see her talk about like how that decision was obviously like one of the hardest decisions she ever had to make but that also on the episode she didn't um like sort of brush over the details and like just act like it was this really easy decision to make and that everyone supported her especially like those closest to her and her family um and that was really nice to see because like especially we are all in college and like we are all trying to figure out what we're trying to do in life and post-grad and everything like that um and I really like to see like how even like if you have um sort of like a passion or a goal in mind that you can take any sort of route to get there and that it doesn't matter like where you start, but that you can end up wherever you want as long as you're willing to put in that work and to like just keep pushing forward, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think that's one thing that you're right. uh, Ms. Jarvis had said that click out to me as well, the idea that despite having been dissuaded from making that jump, she really knew what was right for her and she was ready to make that risk or to, to take that jump. But I think a lot of that, too, comes back to a sense of trusting yourself to make that jump, Mm -hmm. Um, because I think when we do big things and when we make big pivots, or at least when I do, the biggest thing that I come back to is this voice in the back of my mind saying, you can do it. Like, it might be hard, but you'll get there. Mm -hmm. And being able to rely on myself is what's really important to me in those kinds of times. So I think her speaking about how she pushed past, you know, some advice from her loved ones, her parents, right? Is a testament to that ideology that sometimes you just have to trust yourself and know that it's going to be okay, even if there are trade-offs or even if there's hard work that has to be done, that you can do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I really like what she said. Yeah. I mean, I really, that's what she said about like recognizing your trade-offs, like being able to note kind of along the way like you know what like here I am in this moment and I am making this sacrifice and I am making these tough decisions that are really hard right now and may not align with everything that I want to be doing in this exact moment but I really appreciate how she said recognizing those moments along the way made that end result so much more just like impactful and you were able to recognize all the hard work that you put into it without wanting to look back and think did did I regret something or did I like miss something because you were able to make those notes along the way. And it also like gives you more time, I feel like, in that process to be like, you know what, maybe I am like too you know, far gone in this area. I should look into other things. I can take some time to do something. I can take some time for myself and find better ways to support yourself along the way. I think that that was really important to realize for anyone in any path that they're going down.
0: Yeah, I'm... Yes. Do you want to say something, Amon? I don't want to cut you off. No.
1: No, you go. I was just agreeing.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I was just going to say, I saw the other day a commencement address that Shonda Rhimes delivered. And in it, she was talking about how people ask me all the time how I managed to do it all. Right? Mm-hmm. Because she seemed so successful in so many points of her life. And she said, the, the answer is I'm not when you see me succeeding in one part of my life, I'm almost certainly failing in another. And I think that's another thing that ties back to what you were just talking about, Rashmi, the idea that taking a step to reevaluate or for some people just like evaluate where you are in life and how you're doing in all arenas is something that we all need to do and something it sounds like that Rebecca Jarvis did when she was looking at making that pivot from investment banking to journalism. She was able to take that step back, evaluate where she was, how she was feeling, but that 100 hour work week wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't doing it for her anymore. Right. And that she had the confidence and the courage. I think a lot of it is once you get stuck into a career, there's something so appealing about just staying there because like the comfort, you... like being exactly in that
1: one place. Yep.
0: That kind of safety blanket, the security of it. You know you've been doing it. You know you can do it. And, you know, the people will have you to do it, right? But when there's something new that's that's exciting, especially when there's something that you're really not enjoying behind it all, um, you know, in in your current life situation, having the courage to say, okay, I know this is what I've known, but I'm done with it. And then jumping um, to something that's more exciting, that gives you energy or gives you a reason to wake up. I think is really powerful because I think especially the way that like even the college system is set up, Mm -hmm. we're designed or we are led to decide very early on what we want to do with the rest of our lives. And it's just unreasonable to ask anybody to make a decision on what you're going to spend the entire rest of your life doing. But as a society, I feel like we've just created this idea that you're going to pick something, lock into it, and that's that. You'll get really good at it. Even if you're not loving it anymore, you should still do it because that's what you do.
1: And it's but just I how think... to get by, too. Yes. Like, it's just, yeah. like, a process of, like, you need to be in this position because we're also all just, like, trying to live, too. And mm-hmm. it's a tough spot to be in.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um. I was also thinking about how Rebecca Jarvis is mentioning how, like, she basically there was just times when she had to sacrifice her sleep or like other aspects of like her personal life just to make that switch and it just shows that like in the end you will have to make sacrifices like even if you want to make if you're going to make that big of a switch you'll have to make sacrifices that could be like to that grand of a scale in terms of having to like lose count hours of sleep over it but i do think it just shows that like with anything that you want to do they'll always have to be sacrificed obviously it's going to be like on different scales and like different levels of it but like nothing should be easy in life honestly like you should not be if you're like too comfortable then that's also worrisome i feel like that's how like i've kind of transitioned my um View on life, like I, I've been trying to like put myself more out there, like even with like classes or like talking to people in classes and things like that, because like that's like one of the only ways that you'll be able to like grow and learn. And for me, that's like one of the ways that I'm learning like what I want to actually do in life, because like I do have like a plan, to like oh, I want to like go to med school and like all this stuff, but like I also like that is a huge commitment, and I know that and I understand that, and it is, it's not even like a time commitment, but it's also like a big financial commitment. And so, like, I think it's so important that you're able to put yourself out there so that you can really learn about yourself. And if, like, these things, if, like, for me, like, if medicine is truly, like, what I want to do and what I pr- want to pursue um, throughout my life. But also, like, understanding, like, with Rebecca, in her case, that, like, even if I do, like, make a mistake or, like, end up in a place that I don't want to be, I also need to know that I owe it to myself to, like, keep pushing forward and to, like, make a change in my life if I'm unhappy with that, like no matter like how old I am or like how much more time I might take with school and stuff like that too. So I don't know, a lot of internalized thinking that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: and I think one thing that she was also talking about that kind of ties into that is this idea that no matter what industry you start in, the chances are pretty high that you can find an application for your knowledge from that time to apply to whatever you're pivoting to. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, Rebecca Jarvis was in investment banking and now she's with ABC talking about at times investment banking topics because she's an expert in that field and is very well equipped to cover those topics. So, when you look at like the medical industry, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at medicine, even if you start on the path to become a doctor, you could pivot, you could become a journalist, you could become someone in other kinds of research. You could start a podcast and do your own kind of thing. Like there's so many options where no matter how you start, you can find a cool way to pivot and land. If you have that kind of ingenuity and curiosity to see how all of it applies to each other.
1: No, I remember in high school, we, I don't know if I'm on, if you remember this, we had this class, maybe you gave this presentation or maybe it was our Teacher, I can't remember, but we learned about we learned about this like scientist whose main job was just to share science on social media, like the general public. That was your presentation. Okay. I like still remember that so well because that was like it was just really fun to see, especially as someone like I'm also pre-med, you know. Like I think science and medicine, it's a very just like direct path. And I really appreciated being able to see other ways that people are using the exact same knowledge that we are like learning through over all these years and putting it into a completely different cause that is still just as needed and just as necessary as the path that we're going down. And like that just always stuck with me. So when Nico was kind of talking about that, where it's like you can find different ways to apply your skills to all sorts of different disciplines, probably some you aren't even thinking about right now, but are still on the horizon. That just kind of reminded me of that because that was very important for me to see. I feel like I definitely appreciated that more. Yeah, I think there's been like a huge shift of sort of like using your knowledge and like spreading it on social media and making it accessible to so many different audiences. And like I like these days, like like the dermatologist that I go to, she always like posts like these reels on Instagram, like with like these super like informative things, but they're like super short. So it's so easy to just like sit there for like five, 10 seconds and like consume it. And then you're like, okay, now I know like I'm going to keep this in my mind, like as I go about my day, like. It's just so smart and that's like also where I was thinking a lot like there's like so many um, sort of like intersectionalities with marketing and like and like advertising with medicine and stuff like that or even just like consulting like there's so much that you can do these days um, in each field that like you're interested in and it's like so cool to just like for us to like grow up into and sort of like um, be able to enter an industry like that where there's so much change with like social media. And approaches, and just sort of like pushing the boundaries of like what each um, like fields of work kind of entails. I guess
0: you know you said something really interesting about this is the like the kind of world we're growing up in, where we can see these kinds of things changing. I think that's a really important point because from what I've been taught or told through family stories, through you know some amount of history, whatever it may be, it's that in decades prior to ours there's been a heavy emphasis on taking one job and keeping it your whole life. Like that was just kind of how it was and that was the norm. But now we see that it doesn't have to be that way because people like Rebecca Jarvis are making the decision that you don't have to do something just because it's what you've always done. And I think that's why, just to bring it back to your point, it's really cool to me. It's really promising to see that we're growing up in this world, that we are helping to make this world a place where people can feel comfortable doing what brings them joy, what they find a lot of value in, while also doing things that are important and contributing to our collective society. Like with, you know, I, I'm not pre-med, I, I will say that. But with, with with that industry, just like medicine, you mentioned marketing. There's also public service. Like there's so many sectors of society that Even down to volunteer work with different community shelters and organizations that need people with these backgrounds where it might not be the the traditional doctor job, but you're still doing something that applies those skills that might be more rewarding for one person over another when you weigh the two options for an occupation. So I just think it's really cool that we're in this world where you can do so much with what you have and that... Like, like that scientist you're talking about where their main job is to share science. Like, how cool is that? You know, right? no That's longer to be a scientist. Yeah, you don't have to doing. be like stuck in a lab, like yeah. mixing test tubes. Like you can inform rather than just research and make things more digestible because you have the knowledge to be able to explain something to a five-year-old.
1: Like, mm-hmm. You
0: have to understand it well enough and at a very high level. Um, all the way through. You need the breadth and depth to be able to distill that information for the public where it's just such a unique application, but we're seeing more of it across industries. And I think that shift overall has just been really... I, I hope that it continues to stay that way, that we don't revert to this world where we're just kind of pigeonholing ourselves because there's so much to explore. Like, Is there anything that you're seeing in this general shift as our society goes in flexibility or adaptability, whether it's like in professional, in, in a professional sphere or or not. I feel like we're just becoming a more adaptable world.
1: Well, the biggest thing that came to my mind was like that you no longer like necessarily need um, any education from like a high school education to like at least get some sort of like pretty good like entry-level job at least. And like, or even like um, like less emphasis on post grad education or just like having like a bachelor's degree can get you like a pre, like stable job, I would argue. Um, and even like you can look at like the der- direct like definition of accessibility with like remote work and that becoming like an actual like part of uh, of how like people's work life balance stands. Um, yeah, those are the things that came like to my mind right away, really, but. What I was saying is it's hard for me to think about these types of specific examples because as much as I want to also like be inspired and be optimistic like internally and like individualistically as well, like I also worry about those goals that everyone has being stagnant with the progression of society as a whole because like those types of switches and the different things that people see within like their realm of possibilities and things that people think are like acceptable given the resources that are around them. It's so different from person to person and um, for different groups of people as well. So I think I'm just most curious to see how as like Gen Z especially starts to kind of get older and start entering the workforce. I think we're going to see a lot of changes I'm just very curious as to, like, where those changes will go and to what extent that it will be able to go if, like, it's not it's not a uniform thing, I guess. So I'm, like, interested. I'm just, I, I'm curious to see where it goes as we all start to kind of enter that age where a majority of people are now kind of leaving their childhood and going off into the world, whether that be in school or in the workforce. Are yeah. you saying that... And, like,
0: Like too much of that pivoting might stall society's overall advancement?
1: No, I'm worried or not worried. I'm just like, I'm curious to see how people's individual abilities to pivot throughout their life will be able to progress in a place where I think our society as a whole right now is very stagnant. Like as much as we're progressing in some ways, we are regressing in a ton of ways and I'm curious to see just like how everybody's individual goals to pivot in different paths of life and go after different paths of life are going to be supported by ideally a change of better in the future but that's also hard to predict but I do have a lot of I have some faith in our generation I think that there's a lot of good to look forward to And I think people are also being more, more open to that idea of flexibility when it comes to anything in their life. I definitely have seen that become just more a norm, honestly.
0: Yeah. Flexibility is, I think we've talked about it being a very important thing for a very long time, but we're actually starting to see it now because Mm -hmm. not necessarily because more people want to do it, but because more people have done it. It's kind of the, the trailblazer effect, for lack of better words, where we see it's sometimes it's hard to know that things are possible until we see them or see a glimmer of them. Yeah. So now that we see this, this light in the world, I guess, in in the way that the world is shifting to hopefully more flexibility at the the person to person level in the um, making sure that people are prioritizing to a healthy extent themselves, like there's a balance, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be existing where it's just all me, 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 me. But you also have to make sure that it's not, you know, that you are taking care of your own needs. Um, yep. And I think that's something that like, I also have to balance, like how how much I do for myself and how much I do because it's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if there are things you see, We've talked about flexibility kind of abstractly and going back and forth about that for a little bit. But is there anything like Rashmi, your idea of where the world is stagnating or regressing or progressing, Any any goals that you think we should be looking at as a society as a whole when we consider advancement, like what it means to move forward together?
1: I mean, on a very small scale, I would I think it would be really great if people had better support systems for when their pivots fail because I feel like that that obviously happens so much more often than a pivot that will work right away. Um and even Rebecca Jarvis had a lot of steps along the way in that pivot. It wasn't just like yeah. a you know what I'm here and now I'm here kind of movement. It's every single step along the way and I think If people can learn to understand to be more accepting to people's goals of switching the path that they're on and understanding that all these types of failures and rejections, it can really happen to anyone. I feel like it's really easy to look on other people's failures and want to like overanalyze different things that they've done, different things that they're involved in any type of little thing that you can figure out how to better put out your future. And I think just having a better recognition and understanding of other people and learning from one another about where are different places where we've failed and learning to support people in that rather than constantly using other people's failures as ammunition for your own success, I think is something that at least we can all do. Obviously like big society, There's other things that need to be changed that fall in the hands of people who are, you know, higher in power in us as that goes. And like, but I think on an individual level, in terms of supporting people's chances to do that is being able to still uplift people when they failed and not look down on people when those things happen.
0: Yeah, I I think that raises an interesting point back to how Rebecca Jarvis had mentioned the worst piece of advice she got came from her parents. Mm -hmm. We've already dissected this a little bit, but when you look at where you think you'd find your support system, like I would think I would find my support system in my parents to be, you know, even if they think it's kind of strange, I feel like I'd still get support to take on whatever the challenge may be. Mm -hmm. Whereas... Rebecca Jarvis's parents see it sounds like at least from the way that I understood it that they kind of dissuaded her from the possibility of or from from actually making a jump because she had the security in investment banking and journalism was this uncharted territory for her that she yeah. it to them I'm sure it seemed like she'd have to start all over. she'd already become very yeah. successful, like why would you put yourself in that position but that's why I, th- I agree that support systems are really necessary um, to pick us up when we fall, but also not to hold us back when we're trying to make that leap.
1: Okay, 100%, yeah.
0: I'm glad that we've been able to talk about this at, at length, really. Like, talking about where society is shifting some of those big questions, <laughs> but also bringing it back to like the human to human, where do we find support when we're trying to do big things? Because life is hard. Like, there's no yeah. way around it. Even things that sound small can be monumental jumps. And support is critical throughout all of that. I'm, I'm glad we had the chance to explore that. But Aman, I want to bring it back to you and see if there's anything else from our episode uh, with Rebecca Jarvis that has stood out to you. Do you want to make sure we get to anything that surprised you, takeaways, anything like that at all?
1: Um, the only thing I was really thinking about was just like, um, how important it is to like recognize like privilege and like access to resources and stuff like that when we're talking about this Mm -hmm. stuff. Because, like, obviously, we all, I'm pretty sure we all have very like good support systems with our parents and our families and friends. Um, and that I think kind of going back to like what Rosh was talking about with like seeing that change of like how and like what Nico, you were also saying and how like. We haven't really seen a lot of people making that jump. And so now that we have, it's like, it, be- it brings it to pos- to like, it brings the idea or like the dream to a possibility that can be like really tangible. But it's also like, I just think it's always so important that we're able to like recognize that like this jump is not something about like anyone and everyone can do because like people just Definitely. don't have that stability already or they don't have those people to fall back on. Um But then that's also like where I would love to see a place in society where we could eventually like get to a place which is like, this is like so broad and like hypothetical, but just like a place where anyone could theoretically make a big jump like that and feel like they have access to resources or even just like the support system for them to fall back on if like something didn't happen or if they were successful with like that big of a jump, I guess, in their career. It would also be nice to like restructure how we think about paths to life so that like people don't have to make the jump and they can know that initially when you are starting out in this path, you don't have to go down what you think is like the only path, like also making sure sure that those opportunities are also known to people as well as available um, to everyone so that ideally maybe we could get to a world where there wouldn't have to be as many jumps and people would be able to know where their opportunities lie especially so early on when it feels like we all have to like stay in this like straight line path basically definitely
0: that's a really good point to just like take a step back from how we talk about this entire discussion Mm -hmm. right and just Rework the vocabulary we're using. Rework the systems we're operating in, just to try to unpack and discover what we can do with it to make it better, rather than just talking about how we can do what we can with what we have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, how we can make it better. Watch like them
1: settle. Watch them settle. That's all I yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. And I think we see that a lot with our generation, like just pushing back in the boundaries and realizing that we don't have to just stick with things just because like that's how they are and that's how like our parents and the people before us did it, like that's it.
0: Definitely, no, I think even my parents have said that too that there's something different about people our age mm-hmm. and that drive and courage to challenge the way things have been. And to say that, you know, the, the response to the question, well, why is it this way being, oh, because it's always been that way is not good enough. That so that is not a sufficient answer to that question that now is the time to actually take steps to make a change and some of these changes we may not see come to fruition until decades either from now or even after we're gone mm-hmm. but the best thing we can do is at least start right to plant seeds and to help nurture these plants as they grow
1: and also plant seeds I mean. and know that like it may not Go the way that we expect it, like we like I'm sure like the generation like of our parents and a lot of people older than us thought that like they have laid out kind of like building blocks for us to like take advantage of, and I know that like at least our generation has strayed from that um and just kind of like knowing that like even when we put our thoughts out there and we leave our mark, we don't know what's gonna happen, and I'm curious
0: that's a good point too. I didn't think about that. I will admit I was just, yeah, no, that's a really good point.
1: (laughs) Because I always think about like, I feel like I saw that, like, I feel like the same, okay, I might've just seen this on TikTok. It probably wasn't um, like inspirational thing. I'll be honest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely TikTok. Um, But it was like this thing where it's like being able to recognize that it's our parents' first time going through life too. Like It's everyone's first time kind of experiencing this. And when they've gone through and kind of lived their life and laid out, you know, like Nika said, like seeds basically for us to kind of grow from, like we've also just kind of like taken our own path. And those are things that are hard to predict. And I think being aware of that as we start to get older so that when newer generations start to also grow up, we don't become... We don't become a generation of adults and leaders, especially that is not open to expanding beyond what we currently know, because we might think that we're being even more expansive and then just like wait till more people come up. It's kind of always adapting. So I think just being aware of that helps people at least kind of center themselves when they're in these things.
0: I think that's a fantastic note to kind of bring us to a close here. does anybody have any final thoughts? I any hope last you're inspired comments?
1: listeners. Yeah. Go take <laughs> on the world. Go go make some change. That's you my message stay... to everyone listening. Yeah. Stay open minded, but go make some change.
0: Well, Aman, thank you for joining us. This has been a pleasure. It's great to see you.
1: Oh, uh, it's great to see you guys too. This has been so fun. I'm very happy to be on here. Honestly. All my pleasure.
0: Well, that was the Anything But After Show where we chatted about our interview with Rebecca Jarvis with our listener and dear friend, Amon. Thank you all for listening.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Sign up for your chance to join us for the After Show at anythingbutpod.com. Anything But was created by Rashmi Ravindran and Nicholas Sleepens with original music by Caleb Blue.